And guess what? When you do the same thing, it yields the same results. And if you're trying to do something different, you have to do something different. And that's where opportunity cost comes in. You have to be looking at the decisions that you're making and say, am I making decisions? You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Welcome back to the Freedom Found podcast, and today we are going to talk about opportunity cost, how to use it to your advantage, and how to really navigate this and understand what your true opportunity cost is, and if you are leaving opportunity on the table. So if you're not familiar with opportunity cost, the boilerplate, like simplified definition here is the opportunity cost is the value that a person could have received, but they pursued another option instead and therefore foregoed it. So for example, let's say that you have two opportunities to go to two different events. One is you can spend your hard-earned cash and you can go to the movie theater, enjoy your time, spend an hour and a half diving into the latest Hollywood blockbuster. Or option number two is you could go and you could spend an hour and a half sitting in a brand new business conference in your zone of genius. Okay, so the opportunity cost if you choose to go to the movies and miss out on the conference that ends up having some pretty incredible speakers, networking opportunities, and some new insights that you haven't yet thought of that you could be employing in your business could end up costing you, let's say, new clients from the networking opportunities could be costing you that next idea to help you either cement what you currently have or take your business in a new trajectory, which means bottom line increases, et cetera, and the dominoes start falling. So obviously this is like an extreme business example because we're not often choosing a conference over going to the movies, but for simplification purposes, here it is for you today. And now I want to talk to you more about opportunity costs because this keeps presenting itself to me. And I know for a fact now that it has presented itself to me over and over and over again through the lifetime of the Casey brand and then also obviously in the time and pursuits I had before this business, but I've only just started to become so hyper aware of it, so hyper in tune with every single decision that I make and my opportunity to really listen to my gut and then make a decision for my business, for myself, for my family. You see where I'm going with this, right? So that the decision that I'm making is becoming the most aligned, the one that is going to take me to the place that I most want to be or keep me in the place I'm most enjoying being in. So let's bring this back to our example. And let's say that you go to the conference and while you're at the conference, you actually get some great networking opportunities and you meet somebody who becomes a new high paying client for you. Okay. So they come in, to your business shortly afterward and there, and let's just keep this at a 10K price point for ease here. So they become your next client, 10K price point. And then because you have your client experience so dialed in and your deliverables are so on point 
and you really give them that luxe white glove service that I talk about so often and teach inside of Elevated Brand Accelerator, you are going to then get a referral from them. And that referral is going to bring in another $10,000 client. Okay, so just within a couple of months now, you brought in an extra 20K to the business, and this doesn't even account for any new ideas, initiatives, et cetera, that you've got from the conference. So let's account for this light bulb moment that you have. While you've been thinking about this new project, this new direction that you want to take uh, an initiative or a product in your business, while you're at the conference, you just have this light bulb go off. And that becomes the starting point, the conductor, let's say, or the detonation point for this new idea and the catalyst of how you're going to make it successful. And that brings in another $50,000 to the business when you go to promote and launch. And I'm keeping these numbers. They might sound big to you. They might sound small to you. I'm keeping them relatively conservative to say, okay, you're working with some 10K clients and then you've got one 50K like idea that you can take and run with. So that's a total opportunity cost of $70,000 from going to that conference. But let's talk about the opportunity cost from going to the movies. All right, so while you're at the movies, while you are not networking and you're not bringing in new clients necessarily, you are giving yourself space and peace, right? That's unquantifiable. And that's one thing we do have to acknowledge when we're talking opportunity cost and we're thinking about options and the decisions that you're making. Sometimes you won't be able to put a firm number on things. Can we guarantee we're going to network and get new clients from an event? No, but we can use our past experiences to inform and to say, I trust based on who's going to this event that I know that I'm going to get new innovative ideas I can apply to my business, right? I know from past events, I've been able to network and expand who I know and who knows about my brand and then down the line that has a ripple effect. Okay. So in the case of the movies, while we're not bringing in a tangible client from that, let's say it does create some more space and we are able to bring in more revenue down the line from it, I will keep this like quite conservative and say, okay, we bring in a few thousand dollars from a client. Let's just put a number, let's say $5,000, okay? Because you created that space. And now I'm not saying every time we go to the movies, we are creating $5,000 in our business, but you get where I'm going with this. Let's take our $70,000 minus the $5,000, which equals $65,000, which is our opportunity cost. So the cost of us not going to the conference is $65,000. Okay, just an example. Now, I want to tell you about an opportunity cost example from my own life recently. So for those of you who've been following me on Instagram, you know that I have been planning a safari for a while now. I've been doing so much research and I've been pretty much just geeking out over this for my 10-year anniversary with Dale. So Pretty much every evening, he and I are just sat looking at pictures of different places we want to go, zooming into Google Maps, doing our research on different providers or options available for activities in different parts of Southern Africa. And we are so excited. We are so, so excited. We have dreamed about doing a safari for so long. We have never been a this close to be able to go and do it. If you don't know, we live on the island of Mauritius which is an African island just off of the coast of Madagascar. And now we are in a position where we are so, so close and then also have the time. Like we can take time off at any point in the business. We used to both be on the school teaching schedule and we only had, you know, these weeks during the summer and these weeks at Christmas and you name it. And now it's like, wow, wait a second. If we want to take a few weeks off to celebrate our 10-year anniversary, 
we can. We can just do that. So we're so excited to do that. And then obviously we feel like, wow, we're finally in a place financially to be able to afford safaris in Africa are really expensive. We can actually afford a safari in Africa. And we can't just afford any safari. We can afford like our dream safari, which is blowing my freaking mind. So I'm telling you this because we've been presented with two main options. And I kid you not, Every single day, we get a text from our good friends here in Mauritius. We have like a group friend, you know, chat, like WhatsApp group. And I get a text from them. And like every day they're like, have you guys decided yet? Have you booked your safari? Have you done this? And like Dale and I are notorious for being last minute trip planners. Like we will tell you six months, nine months, even 12 months beforehand that we're thinking about taking a trip, but we will not book it until maybe four to six weeks beforehand. Why? I don't know. This is just the way that we roll. And we kind of just like living on the edge. And to be honest, I just don't like committing to things. So even though I know I'm going to do it, I like to have my options open (laughs) until the very end. So essentially, we have been narrowing this down to two main options for our safari. And for the past two to three weeks, we have not been able to decide which one to choose. And one of them is like a very cool in the wild experience. Well, they're both in the wild experiences, I should say, but I'll tell you the difference about them both. Option A, this is our more economic friendly option. Now I will say safaris are expensive in Africa, so it is still an expensive experience, but it is more budget friendly. And Dale and I, I mean, being both teachers have learned and who've traveled the world in the past 10 years together to like almost 50 countries, have learned to travel on a budget. It is ingrained in me. I am an incredibly frugal person. So this option really appealed to me because it was a little bit more reasonable in terms of price point than all the other options we were looking at. Like seriously, my mind was blown when we were looking at doing safaris in this area. We're we're going to the Okavango Delta in Botswana, which is like where essentially wildlife documentary dreams are made of. It's really remote in a lot of the places that we're going to be going to on either of these. And it's just an incredible opportunity to get up close and personal with the animals, which if you're like me, you're either really freaking pumped right now for that idea. Or if you're like my mom or my good friend here, you are like, nope, that sounds crazy. Maybe you can go and book a hotel nearby and view the animals from like overlooking vantage point. But that is just not my style. I want to get up and wild with these lion prides. And I don't know. I just want to I want to feel like I am in the wild, in nature, disconnect and just blow my mind from something I've never seen before. So this first option, option A. Our more budget option, it is more reasonably priced because it is a little bit more simplistic, right? So no matter which option we choose, we'll be camping, but it's a very big difference of the type of camping that you will be doing. So this option, option A, is more budget-friendly camping. So essentially, we'll have our canvas tents and we will drive from one part of this huge national park, you know, across to another area, across to another area, across to another area. I think we visit five areas in total and we're sleeping in canvas tents every night, pretty much not fenced in, in the wild, like lions, elephants, etc. can walk up into your camp. And we've got a guide, chef, it's a private tour, and they are there to help support, help make it a great trip. But it is still very basic. It's very rustic. You don't have access to things, right? So you're in your canvas tent and there's two like single cots in there with a sleeping bag or a duvet. And it's 
it's essentially roughing it with a little bit of fanciness on top. So it gets you right up with the animals, all the things. And there are so many pros to this. And part of being in the wild is being a little uncomfortable, right? So that's option A. And for so long, I was leaning toward this. And I was like, you know, we should really do this option because that's what it's like. And, you know, I've done camping a million times before. I'm an Oregonian gal. This is my thing. Like, I can do that. But then, there is this other option that Dale and I have been very entranced by, and this is our luxury safari option. Now, it's still very eco-friendly. It is still roughing it. Like, you're not staying at, like, the Shangri-La out in the middle of the savanna, okay? But you are staying at very, very nice luxury vintage camps that are set in the middle of the Delta out in the wild, very similarly to the other tour, Now, as the other tour drives you from camp to camp to camp, the distance that you cover is actually really great. So you end up spending a lot of time in the car while you can still see the wild because you're not really on road. You're like on some dirt tracks and then off road, like just driving through the open grasslands. You are spending a lot of time in the car. Now, this other option has us going from camp to camp to camp, but instead of driving, we're taking small private flights between each location. And then when you get there, you have opportunity to be on your private deck, take a dip in the pool, overlooking the hippos, be able to immerse yourself in the wild, both on game drives or safari bushwalks where you're literally like out in the wild and can stumble upon a lion. I cannot wait for this. I'm going to be so scared shitless, but I still cannot wait for this. And then you can go back in the middle of the day while the animals are quite quiet because you do game drives in the morning and in the evening, you can go back and you can relax and you can meet and talk to the other guests and just spend some quality time out in nature, right? And while the other one, you also spend quality time out in nature when you are not in your morning or evening activities when the animals are quiet in the day when it gets hot and you go back to camp, there's not much you can do and there's nowhere that you can really relax and it's very much like sat around in your camping chairs in the same spot every day for many, many hours of the day because you're not constantly driving around or hiking around on these game adventures. So when you go on the luxury trip, you are able to have access to more luxury throughout the day. And as I continued to think, okay, we should do the budget option, I kept hesitating and I kept hesitating and I kept hesitating Because I kept feeling like at the end of the day, was I going to feel rested or was I going to feel tired? Was I going to feel exhausted? And when I woke up in the morning after sleeping on my cot in the middle of the wild, was I going to feel rested or was I going to feel tired? And then at the end of the trip, how was I going to feel? And this is what got me. We are celebrating our 10 year anniversary, 10 years I am like just beyond, I can't, I don't even know where 10 years has gone together. It has been a wild, incredible 10 years. I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to be able to feel full of energy and be able to give Dale my full attention. And I want us to be able to just feel like our best selves. And when we get back from this trip, I want us to be able to feel like our best selves. And I imagine myself at the end of the first budget option trip feeling a little haggard. I've got to be honest, feeling a little tired. You've been roughing it for almost two weeks out in the middle of nowhere with some conveniences, but not many at all versus the other. You're not spending time in long game drives every day. So you're taking these small flight times 
that are allowing you to feel better, to feel more energized, to have more time back. Because what can I be doing then? How can I be spending my time relaxing, doing nothing, out in an activity if I am not stuck in the car every other day driving to a new place, right? What's the opportunity cost of me not being stuck in the car? What's the opportunity cost of me feeling like I am better rested? What is the opportunity cost of Dale and I being able to have more energy and thus more quality time together? What is the opportunity cost of me coming back from this trip, feeling more rested, feeling more energized than if I was on the other trip? That is what made the decision. Dale actually, he just said to me, you know what? I think we should do the more expensive one. Let's just do it. And I said, what turned the tables for you? And he said, I want us to enjoy every damn second together. And most importantly, to come back from our trip, not feeling like I need a vacation from our vacation, which just made everything so clear in my mind, right? I didn't want to feel like I couldn't have a hot shower when I wanted it. I wanted to be out in the wild and still get a chance for a hot shower every single day. And most importantly, I just wanted to enjoy it. I just wanted to create these memories that stuck in my head more so about what we did and how we felt versus how much money we saved, okay? So what's the opportunity cost of the difference in budget between the two trips? That's what I started to think about. Okay, I could cut corners. We could save a little bit of money here or there. Would we notice it? That's the first thing. Would we notice it? Probably not. But I'm very frugal, so I always lean into more frugality, which I think is a great thing to do, especially as a business owner, especially as an entrepreneur, as anybody wanting to be on a budget and have financial goals. But I also think that it's very important for us to use our money wisely and use our money as an investment into how we feel and into this short damn life that we have and the memories that we want to create and making sure that we don't forget to live and not just stockpile money in our bank accounts, right? I wanted to make sure that I had this experience that made me feel good, Dale feel great, and us have this quality time together and then be able to come back into our lives with the ripple effect of being more excited to jump into pursuits, both personal and in business, to be able to give my all and show up 100%, whether to my piano lessons or my next visionary planning meeting with my team, And just feel more energized, excited about life and business, which I can guarantee this, without even being there yet, will undoubtedly lead us to more growth, more joy, and more revenue in the business. Okay, but Crystal, how do you know that? You literally can't guarantee that. And that's true, I guess, but here's the truth that I see. When I bet on myself, I know I can do whatever it is that I set my mind to. And I might not be successful at first, And it might be hard and it might not be pretty, but I know that I can make it happen. And I know that when I have more energy and when I feel rejuvenated and when I feel inspired from the space and the experience and the freedom that I've had in whatever I've come out of, that everything else always comes easier. That there is no way that doing this could in fact not be a good decision, right? So here's that opportunity cost is like, How can this contribute to what is to come later, even if it seems unquantifiable? And this is another lesson in betting on yourself, right? Is on creating boundaries with yourself. And sometimes boundaries mean creating an environment for yourself that allows you to be most successful. So you have to think, if I chose the other option, would we have a great time? Absolutely. Would we see incredible things? Absolutely. Would I feel the best version of myself when I came back? 
Maybe, maybe not. And what's the opportunity cost of putting myself in a position to not feel my best? The next big deal we land, the next big launch we have, the next big idea we lose. I'm not willing to take that risk. Sometimes, or maybe most of the time, it's about getting out of our comfort zone. Well, this is the way that we've always traveled, or I've always done things this way, or this is what we'd originally planned to do, or this is how I've always approached my business, so I'm going to do it the same way. So it seems wild, for lack of a better word, to go against the grain and then create space for something else, when in fact that's when something greater could come along. And obviously, I'm not just talking about the damn safari now, I'm talking about your business and the opportunity cost that you are having every time you choose a route that might seem easier, that might seem safer, that might seem more like what you've done in the past. And one of the things I could not wait to get out of when I was a teacher was the freaking phrase, well, we've always done it this way. Oh my gosh, that phrase drove me crazy, but everybody in my old school used to say this phrase, we've always done it this way. So this is how we should do it. This is how we should do it. This is how we should do it. And guess what? When you do the same thing, it yields the same results. And if you're trying to do something different, you have to do something different. It's that simple. And that's where opportunity cost comes in. You have to be looking at the decisions that you're making and say, am I making decisions that are reflective of past decisions? And that can be a yes, by the way, right? You can make a decision reflective of a past decision if that past decision was a great opportunity cost. Did you learn something from it? Did it put you into a new room, a new opportunity, give you new ideas, new energy, et cetera? Or are you making decisions based off how you've always done it that keeps you in a safe zone? That means that the opportunity cost of doing something scarier, something bigger, stepping outside of your comfort zone, that now you are losing that opportunity cost because you're gonna continue to repeat the same thing because you're going to continue to fall into the trap of, well, that's not for me. Well, I can't afford it. Well, maybe other people can achieve that, but I cannot. Girl, let me tell you something. You can achieve anything. You can do anything. You have to be willing to take the risk. You have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone. And you have to put your thinking cap on and start analyzing opportunity cost and what is available to you right now that you are missing out on, even if it seems that you might have to pay monetarily, for example, or with your time or with your energy. What opportunities, I want you to actually start thinking about this, what opportunities are you inadvertently saying no to because you are saying yes to the comfort zone, because you are saying yes to the safe zone? What opportunities are you missing out on? And I'm not just talking about opportunities to bring in revenue next month or next quarter. I'm talking about what opportunities are you missing out on that could be bringing in huge growth, leaps and bounds growth for you next year. And there are some huge things, as I said at the start of this episode, that I've been confronting and thinking about opportunity costs a lot lately that we are doing in the business next year that have already changed what I'm going to be doing in the second half of this year. And I'm going to talk to you more about that in an upcoming podcast episode. So stay tuned. But you need to start thinking instead of not making that next investment and hiring somebody, are you keeping yourself in a position to lose out on the opportunity of if they took things off your plate or if you're hiring a mentor, what they could be adding to your wheelhouse to help you grow in leaps and bounds, right? 
or if you're hiring an assistant or a junior staffer, what they could be doing to take off of your plate to allow you the expansion that you need to get where you want to go because that is your damn opportunity cost lost. All right, so I'm just going to leave you here with that today and I want you to know that if you are wanting to grow in leaps and bounds, if you are wanting to make sure you are not missing out on your opportunity cost, these are the types of conversations that I have with my high-level one-on-one clients inside Freedom Found Collective. And there are just a few spots left. If you are interested in having these conversations with me and having me as your advisor to look inside your business and say, hey, here's opportunity cost you haven't thought of. What if you did this? What if you tried that? I can tell you from experience how to do it, how not to do it, how to save yourself time. What is the opportunity cost of going down a road that is going to take you more time and more energy to figure out the path and to lay the bricks to get there than to take a path with more support. And I'm here to help lay that path with more support and bring you along the one that I've already built. So if you have not yet, go to crystalchurch.com forward slash freedom dash found dash collective or go to the show notes. You can click in the show notes and go directly there to apply to FFC. This is an intimate container way to work with me at a very affordable cost. The price is never going to be this low again. I promise you that. It will literally never be this low again. And we've already been getting a ton of questions about when we're going to be doing the next cohort. To answer that, there is only going to be one cohort this year. That is it. This is the only way to work with me in this capacity this year. And we likely won't be doing another cohort until at least 12 months time. So if you are interested in getting support from me, if you are interested in growing in leaps and bounds and you've already established your business, so you're making around four or 5K, 10K a month between that four and 10K mark, and you are ready to expand that to 10, 20, 30K plus, then this is a program for you. So go over to crystalchurch.com forward slash freedom dash found dash collective and apply now. Spaces are limited and we're going to be closing doors shortly. So apply for one of the last few spots and send me a DM if you have any questions and I will catch you on our next episode. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots and I'll catch you next time.